This is Scott Becker with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. Thrilled today to be joined by Dr. Keith Frey. Dr. Frey is the Chief Medical Officer of Dignity Health, which is a big part of Common Spirit. He's uh, in Arizona, leads uh, up one of the largest divisions, is Chief Medical Officer. He also serves as the leader of the Council on Professional Fulfillment. We're going to talk to Keith today, Dr. Frey, about what he's seeing, about what he's seeing with COVID, about professional fulfillment, what works, what doesn't, and a lot more. Dr. Frey, can you take a moment to introduce yourself? Well, thank you, Scott. Yes, it's Keith Frey, and I'm a family physician by training, and for the last seven years, I've had the honor of being the chief medical officer for Dignity Health here in Arizona, part of Common Spirit Health. And, and can you take a moment and talk about working with clinicians, trying to keep clinicians moving in the right direction, excited, fulfilled, uh, working at the top of their game, self-actualizing. What do you sort of see in terms of the physician community, the clinician community today? Well, you know, there's very well documented that the American clinical workforce, uh, physicians, nurses, and other healthcare professionals have been fairly stressed over the last decade. Uh, and uh, even before we got into COVID, it been a very, very stressful environment. And for the physician side, which is the area that I've been asked to lead a group to focus in on the key drivers on why they aren't as professionally fulfilled um, historically, uh, we have really seen even more of a challenge, of course, in 2020 with uh, COVID uh, and just people working to the point of exhaustion and really uh, their noble cause being really challenged uh, just by uh, the uh, tremendous pressures on the healthcare industry. But uh, that that's really what we've been focusing on, Scott, is trying to understand uh, some of the stressors and try to help take some of the friction out of the practice of medicine. So it is as fulfilling for those of us who feel like this has been a calling uh, that we can be fulfilled in our careers. And, and how can systems help clinicians tackle some of these issues? Is this something that's really a one-to-one issue? Of, of counseling and developing a life plan and working through how somebody manages their life, or is it something that systems can really help with that scale by taking some of the burdens off and doing other things? What are some of your thoughts on how systems can impact physician fulfillment, clinician burnout, and so forth? Well, it's a great question, and really it's one of those things that I think I spend a lot of time with my colleagues just trying to educate um, system leaders that this is a partnership. There is personal responsibility that we each have in our professional lives to try and pursue the most balanced life we can. Uh, our work is uh, very important to our purpose and our calling, and for those of us who are physicians, you know that's really what motivates us to get out of bed every day. And yet the systems we work in, whether they're small clinics into large hospital systems, you know, have a responsibility to try and make that environment as healthy as possible. And, you know, in fact, this uh, designation of burnout in the upcoming uh, ICD-11 is really focused on burnout professionally being an occupational phenomenon. It's not classified as a medical condition. We tend to think about it as a medical condition because we have burned out doctors and nurses, but it's really focused uh, from a, a definitional standpoint as an occupational issue that kind of reinforces the fact that we have responsibility as systems of care to provide an environment that is engaging and as is um, enabling as possible for our physicians and nurses to really practice uh, what they were called to do. And in a system trying to 
be a partner in this. And, and they have a huge vested interest in it because at the end of this system is completely reliant upon, at the end of the day, it's clinicians. What works that systems can do and, and what doesn't work? And, and for me, it's easy to think about what doesn't work. You know, people putting a ping pong table in or a beer pong or something like that are all cute, but don't really seem to be deeply moving and useful. But what can work in terms of physician fulfillment and clinician fulfillment and trying to, you know, keep people self-actualized? Well, yes, and, and there are things, and, and the evidence has really been mounting, and we really acknowledge the work that's been done at Mayo Clinic and Stanford and some of the other large systems over the last decade, very well published now. And, you know, we are aiming at dignity slash common spirit health to really focus not necessarily on just preventing burnout, because that is important, but that is aiming too low. It's really an issue of really trying to attain. It's aspirational and perhaps inspirational to try and get an environment and a culture that's professionally fulfilling. But we do know from the literature and experience, there's sort of four main domains that really lead to physician professional fulfillment. Those are perceived appreciation, a pat on the back for the, for the great work that our doctors and by extension our nurses are doing. Values alignment is a second area that uh, systems should be aware of that lead and help drive professional fulfillment for physicians. The third domain is in peer support, is really creating environments of support among physicians so that uh, they can support each other, the emotional ups and downs and challenges of the practice of medicine. And then the fourth domain, Scott, is in the area of perceived leadership support. So at Common Spirit Health, you know, almost two years uh, after our merger uh, between uh, Dignity Health and uh, CHI, you know, we are embarking in addressing and trying to touch each of those four domains because they are very well documented in the literature on what should lead to a culture that can be professionally fulfilling. Thank you. And I think your point is so well taken. Fighting burnout without giving people the bigger flame, the bigger excitement of fulfillment, because if you really work through fulfillment, people can sort of manage through adjusting their careers and the burnout issues, but if you're just fighting burnout, I I think your point is well taken, you're not really having people self-actualize and grow to a different level, and and, and you're you're just sort of fighting a forest fire, and whereas if you get to the higher goal of fulfillment, and people are constantly thinking, how am I fulfilled, it, it seems to be a much bigger and more nobler goal, but though both goals are obviously very important. When you look at this challenge, and you pointed out earlier, this is such a well-documented challenge of, you know, physician, clinician, occupational burnout, really across professions, and obviously, um, you know, there's multiple different things. This, this, uh, the COVID-19 pandemic is putting a new level of stress and trauma and burnout and, and distress on the clinical workforce um, and the whole healthcare leadership workforce. Um, and at the same time, you, you look at general occupational burnout, and most people do anything for 30 years plus are burnt out uh, and different issues with clinicians on top of that. So when you wake up in the morning, Dr. Frey, do you view this as a daunting, a movable challenge, or is it something that you wake up in the morning and you yourself can find fulfillment in trying to improve this and, and, and do better with it. How do you how do you yourself, you know, keep yourself moving towards fulfillment versus, oh my God, this is so daunting and I'm at the largest faith based system in the world. Uh, how do I do this? 
how do you wake up in the morning and, and, and look at this? Well, I, I I am wired as an optimistic person, you know, a glass uh, half full um, individual. So I do see that this is uh, this journey on creating uh, systems and uh, professional cultures that can be professional fulfilling is a, attainable. But I'm not naive about it. There's a lot of headwind. There's a lot of challenges. And yeah, like everybody else, I get a little discouraged at some of the setbacks sometimes. But I really do believe that um, because. This is such an alarming issue, and we are uh, seeing so many physicians burned out and uh, many leaving the profession or changing gears and leaving um, the direct patient care, uh, and regrettably, uh, upwards of 400 physicians a year in the United States committing suicide. This is such an epidemic, if I can use that term, um, that I do feel that there's enough known now about what we can do from the systems of care to try and take some of the friction out of the practice of medicine, create a culture uh, where uh, physicians and other clinicians are set up for success, but at the same time, providing the tools for uh, physicians to help pursue a, a healthier, more balanced life relationally, uh, their own personal uh, both mental and physical health. So, yeah, I am pretty optimistic about this. Uh, again, as a, as a primary care physician by my pedigree, I, I see uh, the positive aspects and try not to get overly daunted by all the headwind. Well, magnificent. Comment on one other thing. The, the, the common spirit, the CHI and Dignity Health, took years to come together. And it, it, it seems after years of it coming together, it, it really seems to be starting to meet the promise expected of it. I mean, really a great sort of compassionate system that's doing great things and, and really trying hard to solve healthcare problems in America. Do you take particular pride in, in being a part of the entire common spirit health system? Is, that, is there, is there a, a laudable point of pride in being part of that system? I mean, I seem to feel it as an observer amongst leaders in the system and, and people at every level in the system sort of a, a a real pride in what you're trying to accomplish. Oh, absolutely. You know, I'm, I spent the first 25 years of my career um, as an academic family physician in, in, in really great systems around the country, university and non-university delivery systems, and they were all wonderful parts of my career. But this last season of my career where I um, chose to join Dignity Health and now Common Spirit Health has been just personally very professionally fulfilling because I really resonate with the mission. I really resonate uh, with the fact that we are community embedded, that we're taking care of patients. We're a healthcare system, yet we're not only interested in the healthcare of our um, patients and families and neighborhoods, but we're really interested in the overall health status of the communities that we have the privilege of serving. So this is really, it's an exciting time. Uh, you know, I, I, the people that I work with, physicians, nurses, administrators, they're really engaged in the mission, and that's really what keeps them going. So, Scott, I couldn't be happier. This has been a great um, uh, alignment of my personal values uh, and being able to use the professional skills and uh, God-given talents. Uh, it's, it's been very fulfilling. Magnificent. We, we've watched the system come together. We've watched the strength of leadership. We get a chance to visit with a lot of leaders. It's incredibly impressive what Common Spirit is building. Dr. Frank, I want, I want to thank you for joining us today. I, I, I love the title of the role 
of the, the leader of professional fulfillment. So I think that's just a, such a magnificent way to look at this this challenge that we face in American healthcare. And obviously, chief medical officer is a, is a is a traditional magnificent role. Thank you very much, Dr. Frey, for joining us today on the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. Well, thank you. It's been a privilege.